Good evening. Well, good day to all our listeners from all over the world. It has been forever, guys, and just want to apologize. Um, life got very busy, especially from a work front, and we had to just put a pause on our recording. But now we're back. We're back. We haven't forgotten you guys, and yes, we're bringing you nothing but amazing content. <laughs> Yes, and that is my husband playing the song in the background, which is actually the theme for today's topic, Walked Out a Heaven by Jagged Edge. Gotta give them their credit where credit is due. And so, yes, love, um, why this song? And why are we coming in with this song? Oh, wow. You'll understand at the end of the podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm going to say for now. Okay, how have you been? Before we even go in deep, how have you been? I mean, we haven't recorded for three weeks, love. Three whole weeks. Okay, let me end the song. Okay. End the song. Now I've been alright. I mean, good. You've been good. Mm. You've been busy, though. Yeah. Like, hectic busy. Yeah, as I should. And, yeah, so hence we couldn't record. Like, my husband literally was not sleeping, guys. I had to force him to sleep. But I guess that's a man, right? They work, they work for us, right? Do you work? Did you work? Were you working for us? I was not us? working for you. <laughs> I don't work for you. I'm I work because I do what I like. I like what I like to do, bro. I don't work for I'm you. I'm joking. Love. But you're the reason why I work. Yes, and I appreciate that. Yeah. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for Who's all we? your hard How up. many? Is there another one you No, myself and the kids. Oh, okay. Yes. I'm joking. Oh, you wanted me to bring another woman? No. What if I'm I bring not, in another yeah. guy? Anyway, guys, without further ado, let us get into today's topic. So we started off with the song Walked Out of Heaven because we were listening to it when? Two weeks ago. Mm. And my husband was like... On the day we were supposed to record. Yes. And mm. then he was like, um, this song says everything. It, it says everything about what he went through and everything. And I'm like, really? And if you guys know the lyrics and actually listen to the song, you'll be like, sure. This is about a guy who doesn't know how to get back with his wife and he just walked out and it feels like he's thrown his heart away and he's just explaining the whole heartache and everything and his mom had told him to go back. But, you know, he felt like the wife kept pushing him away and she'll just pull away and it's, yeah. So I think, yeah, love, I am handing this over to you and I will (laughs) ask the relevant questions. Okay, cool. Awesome. <sighs> anyway, so if you listen to Jack, that Walk Out of Heaven song, ne? Mm. It's, it literally depicts um, what a guy, a man who really loves his woman, would be going through during the time. And it could be for various reasons. People break up for various reasons and water, 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 water. Right? And I was, remember I was saying to you... Um, that if this song played for me in 2019, ah, you would have cried. I don't know what I'd have done. You said you would have cried. That's I don't cry, bro. No. Vendor men don't cry. <laughs> you would have cried. I am a South African vendor man. I don't cried. cry. You would have <laughs> cried. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you saying it so confidently that I would have cried? Because you said that. You said you would have cried. Oh, nah. Don't know. It, just, it was blocked from me. I just, it was too much Yanos. I guess, no, but but it really spoke to my heart. Mm. Well, not really spoke to my. I hate that Christianese. 
like it really depicted in a way where i was in that season mm. now stuff yeah um yeah you wanted to ask no no i want you to go in and then i'll ask so when you say depicted uh, okay so when you say depicted what you were going through in that season I think explain what you were going through in that season because what tends to happen from my side from remember I would say from my perspective it was like you're living your best life oh. so when I even hear the song I'm like ah love there was no way you were going through or feeling these oh. things yeah so for some reason um and I've been I've been sort of picking this up lately um in like just society and how um as human beings we talk about breakups and separations and all the stuff and everything and i could confidently say 90% of the time when there's a breakup and there's a situation in a in a relationship between a woman and a man or whatever right um in this case i'll say woman and a man eh? yeah so why are you laughing? No, 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 I'm not laughing at anything. Yeah. Hey, hey. It's a sensitive time. Yeah, You'll get cancer. That's why I'm like, rather. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, 90% of the time, ne? Mm. the blame is always on the guy. Like, not blame, like, yeah, the blame in the sense of it would be like, yeah, that guy must have done something. Think of all the Tyler Perry movies, ne? where there's a except one probably mm. where there's a situation in a marriage or a relationship most of the time it's always depicted as this nigga messed up <laughs> sorry for using the n word this guy messed up yeah but this man messed up i totally i get that and i think it's because there's some some sermon i was actually listening to i'm trying to remember the lady's name and she was like men are built as selfish beings <laughs> imagine hey and she is this was a like, sermon? It was a sermon, like a sermon of marriage. And she's like, men only do things so for their selfish gain. So I think even with all the movies that we see and everything, it depicts a man's selfish. I may be wrong. I don't, I'm not saying men are selfish, right? But the reality, yeah. I'm not saying that. Yeah. However, um, let's yeah. be honest. 80% of the time, men are the ones who do women gangster. Yeah, so that's... I'm so glad you went there, man. Yes. I'm so glad you went there. So, I want to paint a picture. Like, you are this guy. Me, in this case. I'm this guy. And so, like, I had a dry season in my life. I had never met women and all the stuff and everything. But I met a woman I fell in love with and all the stuff, right? And I have to be careful when I say this because... I'm not protecting myself. Mm-hmm. I'm not defending my case. Okay. And so I want everyone to be open, including you, mm-hmm. about what I'm saying. Okay. You understand? Like I'm trying to put you in my world. Okay. Now, I know I, I did gangster stuff. I effed up. I know that. Now, but how did I get there? Mm. And I'm not... Me saying how I got there, it's not justifying why. I'm not saying I got here because of this and this and that. Mm. Just, I want everyone who listens to this to get this. Like, I'm not saying I cheated or things went bad in my marriage because my wife was like this. But I was also going through emotional-ish, bro. Mm. Understand? And my story, I'm going to start at the end with my point. My thing is, 
the world always says, um, ah, the guy messed up. Or like the example that you said now that men are selfish. No one very rarely goes and says, I wonder how that man is emotionally. Or where was he emotionally? Is he good? Or and another thing is, I was listening to was this, oh, Stephen Furtick, actually, this past weekend on last week Sunday, and he hated his dad, mm-hmm. right? And then he didn't understand how his dad behaved in certain ways, right? And he used to be judgmental towards his dad, right? This really hit home for me. Um, and in that, his mom was like, but do you... In him acting out, in Stephen Furting acting out towards his dad, being judgmental, it's like, ah, oh, why is this guy so whatever, so weak? And wada, wada, wada. I'm paraphrasing his testimony. You guys must listen to last week's sermon from Stephen Furtick. Right. Um, last week gave date because someone could be listening a week later. What are we on? 21st of August yeah. today. Um, seven days before today. Do the math. I'm joking. What was it? It was like 18th. Yeah, it was around the 18th. 17th, 18th. Last weekend, yeah. Anyway, from the time this thing got posted. So, the mom was like, do you know that your dad did not have a father? Mm. He did not have a father. Do you know that he eventually saw his father, but his father was abusive? Mm. Do you know that he had to fight cancer and go through issues, alcohol, liver cancer, what 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 a random, like he had to go through a sickness, but the reason he's behaving a, this, a certain way is because he didn't have an example mm, mm. of that. And now you are now judging him. Do you know that? You don't know that. But then now, the reason I'm saying that says, I feel like a lot of things that will, a major thing that will save marriages and men in marriages, because I feel most of the time the men drive the women away. You know that, like I know I'm messing. Like if I'm if I go out with my boys or my boys are good people, like with random friends, ne? <laughs> right? The random friends, ne? And I stay out, and I only come back at seven a.m. Do you think I don't know what I'm doing to you? No, you know what you're doing. You're very conscious of what's happening. Even if like I'm the craziest human being in the world, mm. I am in love with you. I got married to you. Mm. In that season, when that happens, do you think, like you always used to ask me, like, do you know that you're a married man? You're a married man. You've got a home. Why do you want to live in the streets? What's wrong with you? Why are you living like a hobo? Don't you think I know that's what I am going? I know all those things that you're saying. I know it. Mm. I know I have a bed. Mm. I don't have to pay another thousand rand to sleep in a random hotel. I don't have to be random and spending money on alcohol and random people. I know that, Mm. but I am still doing it. But no one ever asks, why is this guy behaving like this? So would you then say with the way society is set up, we look at your mistake and it's, um, I would, how I would like to put it. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a symptom. It's not the actual it's not the actual root cause. So like how a person will have a sore ear or a sore, a cough. It's not to say, we don't say, Tubbs, you're, you're coughing. Like we'd say, hey, you're coughing, you've got COVID. But we're able to relate that cough and link it to the actual sickness, whatever the case is. But with human beings, when it's a mistake 
we're not able to link it and i'm not i'm not condoning gbv um gender based violence at all but um having seen my father who was an abusive man right it was a fruit of what he had grown up only knowing and it was what do they call it love like way it's it's something that he has childhood trauma and now his he him taking it out on my mom at that time it was all he knew when he was angry and he saw his dad do it and that's all he knew so would you then say we don't look and link up the root cause we just look at the symptom and be like yeah yeah this yeah but we can't speak for society yeah, yeah. but it's just like it's just um yeah like it's just to answer your question there eh? people are used to we used to reacting to the symptoms mm. if i use your words um so in this case like let's say um gender based violence né and i walk in so i'm going to i want to paint a picture so let's say i walk in let me let me show you how society is. so there's a case for example husband and wife né husband has a blue eye and has to go to work né the way the world reacts is like yo tubs what did you do what happened so the first thing is tubs what did you get yourself involved in mm. né that's the first like a man would have been beat by a woman by his woman that he loves mm. and he's got a blue eye né and then the first thing the world says is yo dude what did you get yourself into mm. né and then a woman goes out with a blue eye and i know that the weaker vessel and etc etc but i want you guys to to hear what i'm saying here yeah. like in the in the same sense of us protecting women we also causing evil by demonizing men mm. you understand you demonize husbands you demonize a person that's going through a bad time and then there's no space for people for anyone to help that person because mm. he's already a demon no i don't so you. most of the time like i'll say for myself as well I was stuck in a I was stuck in a void because mm. even the church couldn't help me. My own pastor and my own leaders couldn't help me in the season where I was in cheating, I was hurt, I felt like I wasn't being heard, but at the same time everyone was putting this whole thing of I need to be a certain type of husband, mm. but at the same time no one cares what I'm going through. And I'm not justifying my mistakes. I'm just saying, yeah, I understand that I am messing up. I am messing up. I can't help it. I am pissed off right now at my wife, bro. She's not listening to me, bro. I'm pissed off. How else must I behave? I'm coming to you as a pastor to tell you that this is what's happening, right? But you're telling me, no, as a husband, we are not trained like that. You're not supposed to live like that, right? But hey, I am going through it. I'm already in it. So tell me something else, bro. Tell me that I can come out of it. Oh, so you understand? You... But as human beings, we don't as people unfortunately and as a church, we don't show the same love, the same kind of love that Jesus showed people. Mm. Do you know that Jesus had murderers and and thieves in his in his disciples? He had people like that. So Jesus because Jesus didn't look at the mistake he looked at the heart of the person so would you then say in society we are to then instead of looking 
We see, we look past your mistake and ask, are you okay? What's going on? Why are you in this situation? And get into the deeper cause of things. Now, please repeat that again. I'm not sure what you're asking. Okay. So I'm saying in that time, right, when you were going through the turmoil, mm. instead of being told what to do, would you have wanted someone to ask you what is wrong? Yeah. To be honest, I didn't know what I want. Mm. The very fact that I had agreed, and I'm not justifying my mistakes, remember, mm. right? The very fact that I've, I said, okay, cool, I'm coming here to this counseling and I'm going to sit with you. I want to be able to be open mm. and I want to save my marriage, right? Mm. Um, okay, you want to save your marriage. So this that's how I feel in my head. It's like, okay, cool. This is how I am. I've come here. I'm owning up to my mistakes. I'm owning up to my mess ups. I want to get out of it. Right. Okay. To get out of it, Tubbs, you need to go to rehab. I'm not an addict. Mm. Right. Go to rehab. Do you know what's wrong with me? Have you asked me? Like, have you asked? Like, okay, Tubbs, what's up? You said you love your wife. You took her seven years ago as your wife. What is going on right now? That, what is see, going so on? I'm saying, would you then say society's approach, instead of them saying what to do, instead of them coming with a solution, mm. they come to you and ask you, what is wrong? Yeah, I think, I don't think it's society because I'll tell you what saved me in my marriage, what saved me as a man, mm. right? Um, I had my our cell leader. I don't know, I can't mention names. Pop Act. No, right. you can't. Poppy so, my cell, a go group leader, oh, cell and leader. By the way, say Poppy Act in South Africa because apparently overseas they don't know the Poppy Act. Like, they don't but know. But we don't know that, love. It's no, an international I mean, it's not, thing. It's not to say we don't know that. No, I told you my cousin. It's because, it's because it's called something else overseas. No, but my cousin doesn't even know that rule of us not posting pictures without a person's permission. Yeah, it's in. in other countries that oh. are not like it's it's it starts with a G G D P R or oh, something. Okay, like. gotcha. It's got a different name. Okay. You're dealing with South African lawyer. Yeah, no, but, but I'm anyway, just saying for the international. Yeah, but anyway, so so my cell leader, my leader, our leader at that time when we were going through the jungle, right? He had called him. I'd reached out to him because in the season I knew I was coughing up, bro. Mm. I knew. I knew I was hurting Nikki. I could see the pain I was causing Nikki. Right. Um, yeah. But I needed to express myself. Because I got into a point in my life where I was, my expression of sitting down and having a conversation and booking expensive dates and booking expensive weekend aways didn't work anymore. So... Or booking trips to other other parts of the world. It didn't work no more. It didn't work. Right? I still wasn't getting heard. I must just change behavior. And the funny thing with that, sorry, before I get to my Salida, mm. the funny thing is with that is when we date, ne, we don't have to change our stripes. Because when I'm dating, I'm coming in as myself, ne? And then my wife falls in love with me as who I am. And then the moment I get married, now I must change my stripes. For who, bruh? For who? For who? Like, I thought you loved me for who I am. Mm. And you 
patient enough with me to see me grow and become a better person. But now you're upset with me because I'm not behaving in a way I've never behaved ever in my life. Like, why? Where does that come from? It goes back to that whole mold of how marriage should be. So that's how I was saying with people need to understand their purposes for their marriage and not to take um, a mold. So, for example, I take Beyonce and Jay-Z, just an example. And I say, this is how marriage is supposed to be. And then I go and I, because I don't have a revelation, I imitate that in our marriage. And then if you're not meeting those expectations, I'm like, how? You're not acting like how a husband is to act because I've taken Mm. a script from Jay-Z and Beyonce's book as to taking the script from God and saying, okay, what's the purpose of Nikki and Tab's marriage? This is the purpose because this is who we are, right? Mm. It's not, I'm not trying to change tabs. You're not trying to change me. But obviously with God, it's going to be us sharpening each other to be even greater than what we're supposed to be. But what we tend to do is we copy other people's marriages. Then that's why I can come to you and a wife can come to a husband or a husband to a wife that, ah, why are you not doing this? As a wife, you're meant to cook and clean. Where? Is that your script for your marriage? Mm. Mm. Yeah, so say that you need to say say that thing like how you normally say it. That we without revelation you imitate. Oh, so Barry Bennett's say um quote is when you don't have a revelation of a purpose of something, you then imitation falls in play. So yeah. yeah. You end up just doing things just because you, you saw it. Because I saw you do it, so I'm doing it, but I don't have the revelation of why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because you're doing it and that's imitation. Mm. Yeah, so now, out of nowhere, like, oh, you don't pray. You don't pray every day with me. Oh, you don't wake up at 5 a.m. Now I'm exposing my secrets. But yeah, don't wake up at 5 a.m., but I have a very close relationship with God. I don't have to be that picture of whoever said a holy person, holy person, someone you see reading the Bible and they have a shrine in the house and they're the ones, they wake up every day at 4 a.m. Screw that ish. That ish killed my life, bro. I tried to live up to that. My dad was like that. And he's he's a good man. He's still good. Mm-hmm. He's a pastor. But I'm not that. Yeah, bro. that's your dad's script. Yeah, I'm not that's that. Script, I'm yeah. not a morning person. I'm not going to force. I'm not going to hate God because I can't wake up at 4 a.m. Mm-hmm. to pray. I'm not going to disregard my relationship with God because I can't wake up at 4 a.m. and pray. Mm. So everyone that comes through with that nonsense, screw them. They must go jump. That's how I feel, Ru. Mm. Right? So I felt judged by that anyway. I don't want to make it all religious and everything, but I wasn't living up to this picture. And I got to a point where I got frustrated seven years later. And then in within the church that we're in, there's a gentleman who was helping me just pick up some furniture and stuff. And I expressed myself. I was like, dude, this is what's happening, bro. The other day, I came home at 6 a.m., right? Um, I, I came back at 6 a.m. And this is what's happening. We're in a bad space in the marriage and stuff. And then I was like, so what's happening, Holmes? I was like, yo, I was with my boys. This is, uh, I was like, homie, how long have you? This guy, he's a grown man, like probably 15 years older than me. He's like, how long have you been married? Christian, eh? Mm. Um, I'm like, yeah, seven years this year. He's like, yeah. So you guys know the completion thing. Like when it gets to seven years, he didn't even mention weird prophetic stuff. He just said 
every time most and if you look statistically most marriages when they reach seven not even marriages relationships when they reach seven years they tend to to have issues and stuff and it's a point in life this my my leader at church like someone i'm accountable to like at this point where you guys are his words he was like you need to go through what you're going through if you come through it you're gonna be married forever if you don't come through it it was not meant to be and don't beat yourself up I'm like yes yes but i love my wife bro i don't want to go through this right but i was like yo how honest is this man honest mm. and i was like oh damn it and immediately what do you know what that did for me as a guy Mm-mm. i'm not the only one yeah who's going through this you understand mm. imagine imagine right now you get symptoms of covid you can't breathe and all the stuff but you've never read or heard all the stuff you'll be like yo what's going on with me you'll go call bushiri you'll go call people you'll go do things just to heal yourself but just because you know that you're not the only one that has gone through these symptoms, you're able to attack it quicker. True. Hey, let me repeat that. So, because ne, a virus came, the same way Satan attacks marriages, yeah. the same way divorce is attacking marriages, mm. especially Christian marriages, right? If we had to define the virus, like how we've defined COVID, we would know when symptoms come in that you need to steam, you need to do this, you need to do this to protect your marriage. You understand? To protect yourself as a person. But no, we don't do that. Nope. We don't do that. We're just out here, we're just... Portraying a perfect... Oh, my, my husband has started going out. And then when he comes back later, like, ah, my husband started coming home late again. You're talking to your girls. Or, let me t- make it personal. Your wife starts giving you attitude and then she stops cooking nicely or she's not interested in sex no more, right? Now I go to my boys and like, ah, you see what they said about marriage? Look, my wife is doing this, my wife is doing that, my wife is doing that. And they're like, oh, don't worry. Here's the solution. Just live your life. You're an individual. And then forget it. Like, you're no longer an individual. You're married, bro. But in the world, because Satan is against the family, mm. he'll always make it easy for you to get out of it quickly. He did it. It's the first interaction that Adam and Eve had mm. anyway, from the first marriage. So anyway, that's what um, my leader said, said to me. Said, yeah. you know and that, that got me out of this, this space I was in. Um, yeah, maybe we'll do a special session how I, talking about how I got into that space. But I think I touched on it a little bit. Yeah, you did. So now going back to the song, You Walked Out of Heaven. Mm. What were you feeling having walked out of... No, you didn't walk out of your marriage, but like going like... Yeah. <laughs> I didn't what? I'm you joking. didn't. <laughs> so like with the song, man. Right, um... Where it says, where it says, for example, says, okay, feels like I've, feels like I've damn here thrown my life away. Mm. Just that line, right? As a guy, when I decided to marry you, mm. Nikki, I made a decision to 
build a life with you. Mm. <laughs> I'll quote, okay, I won't quote them. <laughs> like, yeah, the couple, Duval and who? Okay, I thought Keisha or something. I forgot yes, his yes, husband, yes. his wife's name. And like, yeah, he's like, as a, when a guy, Duval was like, when a guy decides to marry a woman, he's choosing to let go of all those other little cookies, right? <laughs> and wow. he's choosing one, bruh. Just that first part. Just that first part. It's, it's special. Yeah? But I'm choosing to... Secondly to that, I'm building, bro, mm. with you. Mm. You understand? And you build this empire. It's not like when we separated, I was living in like in poverty with you. I'd, we had built stuff. Yeah, you understand? Did. We had mm. built stuff. And I felt like in that time, I was walking away from all that stuff. And then have to restart again and all that stuff anyway. Yeah. So there's a lot of stuff. There's a lot of lines in that song. Right. Um, there's a part where they get, if I continue to push, they'll just pull away. Right. Because you get to a point as a guy, I felt. And you know, you're not supposed to be pushing. You're like, no, I don't care. I don't care. This girl. Because, shoot. I won't expose you, but yeah. <laughs> I'll come back home and there'll be certain things of mine I wanted, but they wouldn't be there anymore, <laughs> right? And they're like, ah, this girl, that's fine. I'm going to keep doing it, keep doing it until she hears me out. But I kept pushing and then you pulled away. But it was a bad space to be in. Mm. I was almost dead. I'm surprised I'm still alive, actually. No, no that was God's grace on your life. Yeah, because God loves me. Mm, mm. Yeah, but anyway, I don't want to add too much time to this. Um, I can talk for hours on this. Yeah. As the listeners want you to, because they said I cut you short and you just, as I cut you, you are going in deep. But you always say you want to keep it 30 minutes. Because I want them to come back and listen. So what do we have for, you said in the next session, we're go- you're going to get in and tell us how it felt. Guys, I've been struggling. Eh? Like I don't know how to get into this space. Where I get that vulnerable and and tell everyone um, what was going on in my heart and everything, but just pray for me. I think the next episode I'll just be really exposing where where I was broken. But I think the difficult thing is it's di- because of the image men have been given. And we are your protectors. The word of God says, you guys are the weaker vessels, but we need to treat you as equals. Yeah. You understand, right? It's like a lie. Always, like when I think of that verse, when they express a woman, a female or a woman, right? How weak they are. I always think of a light bulb. Do you know how much electricity goes through a light bulb? Sure. You understand, right? But you know, like a light bulb, like the old school light bulb, like the light if you just ding and squeeze a little bit, it will break. break. Yeah. But it stays there with currency going through it. Current. The type of currents that if you, the current, if you removed the glass, the fragile glass around it, and you touched it with your hand, you would get, you'd, electric. you'd get electrocuted. Wow. That's you nice so, so I see the fragility, if that's a word, of a woman like a light bulb. Like you bring light into a situation as a woman into my life, right? So um, if I handle you like like a little bit like a man, because funny enough, 
the enemy is trying to make women feel like they can take it. And the honest truth is, I'm going to be controversial. You can't. You cannot take it. The word of God says, we need to treat you like equals, but you are the weaker vessel. Mm. Like a light bulb. Mm. I'm going back to that. If there was no that glass, that vessel around the light bulb, and I needed to change that and stuff, I'll get electrocuted. I'll feel yeah, the fire. Definitely. And then the woman in her fragility is able to still take that, ele- that current and make light out of it. Mm. It means that even in your fragility, in your fragile nature, you're still, to br- you're still able to bring light into a situation. Sure, that's deep. You understand, right? Mm. But at the same time, you women need to understand that you are fragile. Right, so I can't. So this is why I'm starting to get into that space where I express exactly where my where my deep pains were. Mm. And because I'm not here on earth to break you guys. Mm. Like I don't know if it's my vendor nature, but I grew up in a way like when things happen to you, you take it, bro. Take it. It's not my space. To come to Nikki and be like, oh, Nikki, you did this to me. You did this. It's because of you because I did this. I'm not that type of person. I have to process my behavior and my reaction, address what caused me to react a certain way with you, right? Mm -hmm. And then move on and make decisions that are specific and unique to my family and then move on. Right. But what I'd like us to do is get to a space where, as men, we can talk about it in a building way. Mm-hmm. My friend posted, well, one of my good friends posted this today. Can I just try to find it? I hope it's not out. Right, you wanted to ask something while I find it. Um, well, I, I didn't want to ask something. I think what you said was such a mic dropper where you say, Women are like a light bulb because of the cur- the current, mm. the electric current that goes through it, mm. and it's able to still maintain it through that fragile glass. I think that is such a powerful term because then the power of a light bulb it brightens up a room, it sheds that light, mm. it brings that light, and that is so beautiful. And um, there's it being Women's Month in South Africa, there's a statement that was said today at school, Bible school by this lady, where she's like, um, women have been persecuted, not to say persecuted per se, but like women go through so much. Like Mm -hmm. women will, the the people who are getting trafficked, it's women and children. People who are getting abused, not to say that it's mainly women, but men get abused as well, but mainly it's women. And she said something that was so profound. She was like, from the beginning in Genesis, when God said to the snake, to the devil, that you, your heel, the woman will, will be bruised. I'm paraphrasing it, mm. but um, the serpent will be, the serpent will, how can I say it? How is that verse? How does it go? Where the woman will bruise a heel trying to get rid of the serpent because the mm. serpent will be after her or something like that. I'm paraphrasing it so much. And Sarah Jakes likes to always say it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, how she said it is because the serpent will, will always try bring a division amongst the woman. Will always try, you know, 
persecute mm. the woman, and then you, the woman's heel will be bruised and stuff like that. And it just made me realize that in society as women, the power we have is what the devil's trying to steal as well, in that sense to mm. shut the woman up and say, this is who you are. But anyway, that's just me going on off on a tangent. But yes, have you found the quote, love? Oh, I know it. I know okay. it. You said, as guys, we need to stop this careless promoting this careless and reckless behavior in a mm. conversation. It was my boy, my boy, Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, love, no, thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing um, why that song meant so much to you. And I think we will pray for you to be vulnerable next week when we record. Um, and there were a few questions. Um, oh, yes. questions. Yeah. Yes, love. Okay, I even sent you the script and you didn't even look at it. Did you look at the script? That was you when I was looking at it. <laughs> there, hec- there was a hectic two. I'm gonna, I took two questions from that. Um, sorry, guys, that we're only getting to your questions now. It's on your email, love. Yeah. So the two questions that came. Well, the first one was, why would, why would you cheat knowing it's wrong? Is that to me or to both of us? Yeah, it was to both of us, I'm assuming. Um, hey, see, those are those questions that like a lawyer asks you to try make you answer wrong. <laughs> but listen, like I said earlier, you know it's wrong. Yeah. You know you're in the wrong. Mm. Right? Um, and... I felt justified mm. that I deserve happiness because I was believing this lie that this woman that I'm with now and I'm married to is not making me happy anymore. So I feel I can make my own happiness. So why must I? It's not, I know it's wrong, but hey, it's about me right now. So, mm. you know, selfishness. The selfishness. Um, and then the next question that we had is, I forgive him. I forgave him once, but he cheated again. Now what? Yeah. It's as Christians, you know, the same in time seventy-seven. And I know it's bringing God into this whole thing, but we don't always have to use scripture to do that. Mm. You understand? It's as simple as this: when you, as a mother, right, or as a father. You have a child that you love, ne? right? And then they steal, mm. and then they steal. Mm. They steal sugar ne? from you, from you there, or they steal your ten rand mm. or your money that you've been putting in your car. And the, before they go to school, you don't know you there by your petrol attendant. You're trying to tip them, and all those notes are gone, right? You're upset. You know it's your your child that did this, and then they come. They're like, "I'm sorry." You forgive them, right? Yeah. And then they do it again. What do you do? Will you not forgive them? You will forgive them. And then they grow up. They grow up. They grow up. They grow up. They don't change their behavior, and then they hijack a car, and then they go to jail. They're arrested for stealing a car. It's your child. Are you gonna let them go? No. Even in the, if they're in jail, suffering the consequence as a parent, you will forgive still them. forgive them, but you'll still love, love them. them. Mm. Yes, so it's the same thing. So the moment 
You say, I can't forgive a person anymore. You don't love them you anymore. You don't love them. Mm. So for you to say to a child and like, you know what? I can't forgive you. To your own child, your own flesh and blood. Mm. When you get to a point where you're like, I'm not going to forgive you anymore. I'm done with you. You've disowned them as your child. Sure. And then that's room for divorce. Mm. There's no other. What else must happen? Yeah. Yeah. So if you don't want to break up with your person to answer the person who asked that question, if you don't want divorce, you don't want to break up, then forgive mm. for your own sanity. There's other deeper things that we can get into about that. But um, for your own sanity and also forgive for what God's, for God's, promise to be fulfilled in your life forgive mm. right um and forgiving like we always say it's for you it's not yeah, for the, it's other, not person. For the other person it's yeah. always for you it's for mm. god to always be able to forgive to carry on so listen so for example give and so you keep your spouse comes you forgive them they cheat again they do it you forgive them they cheat again you forgive them they cheat again do you know what's going to happen to that spouse their sin is going to take over them they are going to come to a point in their life they'll be like, ah, I can't actually be in this space anymore. Not out of pride, but out of shame. Because mm. that's what guilt and sin does. We like painting it like it's sexy. Like when you see a person at a strip club throwing bands, it ain't sexy. That mm. person is suffering, bro. Sure. Right? It ain't sexy. That's suffering. So you're in a place where you're trying to find value in your life through material things. Because the real substance of what life is is not there anymore. So mm. you end up just going, t -t 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 throwing bands at bums that smell like <laughs> ass, bruh. So, How do you know they smell like ass? Uh, trust me, I've seen it. <laughs> right? Oh, must I? <laughs> I'm joking. Yeah, bums, bums, bruh. We all take a, a poo-poo out of it. <laughs> you understand? So bums, bums, yeah. Someone's throwing 10,000 rand. To a bum, bruh. <laughs> 10,000 rand to a buttock. That's what <laughs> Satan gets you to. And then you're trying to find fulfillment sure. out of that. But that's what, if you want to live in that life, you can. Sure. So, yeah, that's a good answer, love. And I think to answer that person, as my husband said, like forgiveness is for you. I think that's the key thing. It is for you. And I like how you said it, love, like, the moment you can't forgive us, then you know you don't love him. And the next option is then obviously. What do you want to say? Or oh, her. Or oh, her or oh, him. I don't know who it is. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yes, guys. So, thank you so, so, so much for tuning in. Thank you, love, for um, sharing and being here. And, guys, remember to share our She's podcast. for being here like I'm, not, I'm always here. Yeah, always here. <laughs> But yes, and thank you guys for listening to our podcast. Please share it. Please love it. Give reviews. Give feedback. Do what you know is best. And we love you lots. And yay, we are signing out. Lots of love from the Nitches.